Greetings, patriots. This is Perry Green with God in America. And today's podcast is in honor of Columbus Day. I know that Columbus is not so well respected today. In fact, there's been an out-and-out hatred expressed towards him. Efforts by the Hate America and America was a secular nation crowds want to paint Columbus as a villain. They call him a destroyer of paradise. In their view, he was guilty of genocide, slavery, ecocide, oppression, the introduction of disease to the Native American populations, and forcibly indoctrinating the natives with his faith. Apparently, Columbus would have been the first to admit his shortcomings. In his writings, he said, I am most noteworthy a sinner, but I've cried out to the Lord for grace and mercy, and they have covered me completely. I found the sweetest consolation since I made it my whole purpose to enjoy his marvelous presence. An outstanding quality of Christopher Columbus was that he loved the scriptures. He found inspiration in them. Matthew 24, verse 14 reads, And the gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. This was one of Columbus's favorite passages and one of his key motivators. Columbus wanted to spread the gospel throughout the world so that Jesus would return. He was actually taking the meaning of his name, Christ-bearer, seriously. Columbus believed that as Islam was rising, they were living in the last days. He wrote in his book of prophecies, which was an after-the-fact historical collection of events that happened in his life, these words, The Holy Scriptures testify in the Old Testament by the mouth of the prophets and in the New Testament by our Savior Jesus Christ that this world will come to an end. Matthew, Mark, Luke have all recorded signs of the end of the age, and I say that the sign that convinces me that the Lord is hastening the end of the world is the preaching of the gospel recently in so many lands. Columbus believed he played a critical role in the preaching of the gospel in more lands. In his book of prophecies again, he wrote, It was the Lord who put in my mind, and I could feel his hand upon me, to sail to the Indies. All who heard of my project rejected it with laughter, ridiculing me. There's no question that the inspiration was from the Holy Spirit because he comforted me with rays of marvelous illumination from the scriptures. He continues, For the execution of the journey, I did not make use of intelligence, mathematics, or maps. It is simply the fulfillment of what Isaiah prophesied. And he's speaking of Isaiah 40, verse 22, which speaks about the earth being a circle. These are great and wonderful things for the earth, and signs are that the Lord is hastening the end. The fact that the gospel must still be preached to so many lands in such a short time, that is what convinces me. Some have questioned the salvation of Columbus and others in history, and I will not pass judgment on him. His eternal residence is not up to me. God is the judge of all of us. A great question to consider, though, is can God use a possibly unsaved person for his purposes? And the answer is absolutely. After all, God used Nebuchadnezzar for his purpose and called him my servant in Jeremiah 25. He called the Medo-Persian king Cyrus his anointed or Messiah in Isaiah 45 verse 1. Why not Christopher Columbus, the Christ-bearer, saved or not, God could and did use Columbus? 
Columbus gave us a great example of a man of faith. God's word produces faith in us when it is heard, according to Romans 10, verse 17. What is interesting is that God inspired men to write the scriptures, 2 Timothy 3. Then as other men read the scriptures, the inspiration moves to them to live out what God has said. I might disagree with some of his theology, but I cannot disagree with his motivation for living out what God demonstrated through his word. Columbus was also sensitive to the Holy Spirit. The Spirit directed his steps through providence and the scriptures. In the midst of all of his criticisms and ridicule, the Spirit brought him comfort. Columbus also was a man of preparation and follow-through. He did everything possible to find funding for his journey. Once he did, he prepared and then completed his mission. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might, for there's no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol to which you are going. I think there's application for us. As we close today, I want to encourage you to keep the light of the Christ-bearer burning.